0: Welcome to another episode of Living Scent, a missional podcast where we're talking about how do we live as Jesus followers in this world where we enjoy grace, embody love, and engage culture as we learn how to live scent. Today we're continuing our five-part series on what is essential DNA of an MC, the stuff if it's not there. Maybe we didn't have an MC, mm. and this is important stuff to be talking about, I think it's way too easy to assume we all get it mm-hmm. and there's something unifying cool. when we start thinking about the main thing so i'm glad to be recording this episode we've got yvonne back from a, a great trip yo glad you're here
1: glad to be back missed
0: you while you were gone <laughs> yep now you're here to cause trouble
1: yeah actually the last thing i did before i left for the trip was record a oh, podcast yeah. or right. okay this and is, this is, is the, the very first thing like i record got back a podcast less than get on an airplane 24 hours leave yeah. come
0: back get off an airplane. Go right to a microphone.
1: Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. But like this natural. time I'll be way more loopy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're counting on it. That makes <laughs> it so much better.
0: Yeah. And Jason on Mike, how are you doing today?
2: I will not be loopy at all. Okay. I'm going to be serious the whole time. Uh,
1: you're-
0: I don't know if that's real. If there's a guy who makes jokes while he's preaching, I think it's you.
2: I, I've i never done that. I'm <laughs> okay. only serious
0: all the time. <laughs> only serious all the time? Okay, we'll see how you hold up underneath that today. <laughs> and Vicky's here in the room making it happen, recording, fixing things. She already had to fix something catastrophic that went wrong already. Mm-hmm. So it's like average ordinary miracles to fix everything and keep, <laughs> it, keep it going. That's great. And uh, today, Yvonne, what are we talking about today?
1: Yeah, well, as you introduced, we are talking about the five essential DNA of an MC. And last week, you guys talked about the Bible, why mm-hmm. that's essential. Yep. And this week, we are talking about my personal kryptonite oh. Learners Talking. Oh, okay. This is your
0: personal kryptonite. It really? Sure is. It, so, as an MC leader, you're like, if there's one of these that I have a hard time with, it's this one.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So, yeah. maybe others are feeling the same thing then.
1: Maybe. I, don't I know. hope so. Okay. We'll find out.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so um what what do we mean when we say le- learners are talking why Why is that one of these five essential things
2: well, I think when we when are referring to that we're we're the expectation or i 'll say the hope is that the people in our group the the not the leader necessarily not the apprentice necessarily, but people are using their voices, which you know according to just education theory, when people are using their voices, it means they 're processing something they're thinking about it, and so in in ideal sense the more people are talking the more you can assume that people are thinking about what it is they're learning yeah. and that they're wrestling with or they agree with or they don't agree with i mean you get to see you you actually get to see well here actually their brain processing while they're speaking
0: yeah mm-hmm. yep.
1: yeah and i think that that doesn't necessarily mean that everyone has to be talking equally hmm. Um, And I think some people, even myself, would at times push back on this idea of like, well, I'm a really internal processor, so why do I need to talk out loud? But Mm -hmm. to your point, Jason, Mm -hmm. and the educational theory, like, it is scientific that you actually do get to process in a different way, in the same way that you would write something or speak something or whatever. So in in MC, what we have offered to us is Mm -hmm. talking. That is like the main form of participation, talking and listening.
0: Yeah. I love that you use like you're talking about actual educational framework because I happen to live with a professional <laughs> educator. <laughs> yes, you my do. my wife is one of the many teachers at Resonate, and she is maybe the nerdiest of all the like she loves researching about how I people believe it. learn. Like if she you just, have ever talked
1: yeah, to Christy before, yeah, you yeah. know.
0: She's always she's enthralled with how people learn. Mm-hmm. And she teaches kindergarten. So can you imagine She wants kindergartners to learn how to read. What if she never let them actually read themselves? She just only read to them. Then would they ever actually develop the skill of being able to read themselves? There's like something – again, it's like going to a workout – and you watch the personal trainer do the workout without lifting a single thing yourself or moving a muscle, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're not actually growing. Right. Right. So an MC, we want the learners to be the ones that are doing the workout, Mm -hmm. which means they have to interact with these things and try and lift it and Mm -hmm. see how it fits and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When we, when we think about um, learners being the ones that are talking, um, what what would happen in an MC where where that wasn't taking place? People, people are not... What would it look like for an MC if learners aren't talking?
1: Well, I'll tell you what happens in my MC. <laughs> <laughs> for example, I'm
0: if a... we wanted someone in the room to confess and share how this goes wrong... Don't worry. I may have to share what happens in my <laughs> MC as well. Okay. So right.
1: go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they ha- they get used to me being the person that has the answers mm. and... I remember when this first came in as one of the essentials and I would sweat it out and wait for d- what felt like an unbearably long time, five seconds, for Eons,
0: me. five seconds.
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> five and then I, the silence would just start crushing my soul and I would, couldn't help but just talk, right? Yeah. But then as I was like trying to discipline myself to let that happen... I was like I'm I'm purposely giving you guys the space to talk and someone actually spoke up and said, "Oh, we we're just waiting for you to tell us." And oh, I was like, "Oh, oh.
0: no. Oh my gosh. So they told you. You've already trained us yeah. to wait for you to give oh. the answer." And
1: it was like arrows to every pore okay. in my body. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: I'm 100% sure you're not alone. Uh, 100% sure you're not alone. So yeah, uh, what what would you say? We have anything to add to that, Jason?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's I'll just say it's it's easy to be in that spot as an MC leader because mm-hmm. there I think there's something in us where we say if 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 there's silence then then nothing's happening at all. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, and some of us are some of us are better at awkward silences than others and um and so I think we are fighting against that.
0: Uh, that belief
1: yeah which is crazy because I'm great with awkwardness but I guess I'm not great with like the silent kind of awkwardness yeah yeah yeah
0: Yeah. and when the MC is taking place it's possible for us to think the goal is to have a comfortable time Mm -hmm. and if that becomes our primary I want everyone who came here to feel like it was great that we, it
1: flowed well. Yeah.
0: So then awkward pauses sort of feel like, oh, something must be unnatural or, right. s- or something must be relationally off. Or if it. Ha- have you ever been a part of an MC where it, it, no one has anything to say and it's like just like crickets, <laughs> you know, and it feels like, oh, something's really wrong. So we're like really afraid of that. Yeah. Right. We're, we're afraid. But I, I think a part of that is it's actually a mission drift for our missional mm-hmm. community groups because the mission is not for them to feel relationally warm and fuzzy. Nope. The mission is for them to become disciples. And so it's not about relationship primarily. That's a tool mm-hmm. to get to the primary thing. That's right. which is growing as a follower of Jesus. So and that's where the the talking is the actual growing mm-hmm. part for people. They're they're processing it.
1: It's funny because I think this is so deeply ingrained in us that we would even use the word like when something flows and it seems like there was great chemistry and the conversation just keeps going. We even use the prized word organic. Yeah. It to felt describe organic. that.
0: Good. Organic is the highest possible praise. Yeah. Right. Nothing Authentic, is higher.
1: Organic. It yeah. just was
0: great. Cause there was nothing awkward. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. But it's yeah. like, actually that's the most maybe inorganic.
0: Yeah. 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 What's been interesting. I've been really growing in this skill. It's a skill too. Mm-hmm. Being able to wait and let someone else talk yeah. is not just mm-hmm. some people are good at it and others are bad at it. There's an actual – you can practice it. You can become better at it. Um, and I've intentionally been trying to grow, and I've been realizing in conversations where I used to say, oh, I felt really good about the conversation. I think it was an awesome conversation. It was a conversation where I said a lot, mm-hmm. and then I rank that as a good conversation. Yeah. And now I've been intentionally giving others more space, asking simple questions, letting them talk more and I hear feedback from more people saying that was a great conversation. Mm. They're saying it mm. because they felt like they were engaged the whole time. Yeah. If I'm honest, I think when I talk. Too much, they're sort of bored. They're like, uh, ah, yeah. you know. But but when they're actually engaged in saying things, and I'm just actively listening to them, yeah, they're they're like, this was such a helpful, amazing conversation. I'm like, all I did is ask you two questions. Yeah, you know, I literally didn't give them anything else other than that. But they felt that that was so much more helpful, and I've been getting that kind of feedback from people more and more. So that's awesome. I, I think it's just a part of the way. We are, but it doesn't feel that way when we're leading right. an MC. So, right. So what is it that gets an MC leader, like, what keeps us from leaving that space? What, what's happening for us as MC leaders and apprentices, growing in the skill, what keeps us from leaving space for others to talk? Well, I think
2: um, there could be, it could be a matter of pride. So okay, I So I want to hear my voice- I want to be the one who yeah. knows all the answers. That,
0: that's a little too harsh. <laughs> well, like, oh, why you gotta call me out like that? Well, you were sitting pretty over there, <laughs> okay, okay. and so I felt like. Aww. But yeah, we, we're actually—it's like a little bit of arrogance to think I have the thing, yeah. and I'll give it to you, yeah. Right?
2: Well, I mean, and I not not in MCs, but in in other uh, church environments in which I've been training up small group leaders, and uh, especially. I'll be careful how I say this, but especially younger leaders who are leading Mm -hmm. a group, there's that thing where they now all of a sudden are in a place of the A word authority Mm. or have like some responsibility and it, you know, like so many other roles in, in the world, as soon as you have a little bit of authority or responsibility, it goes to your head. Yeah. And, uh, and so you're, you, know, you just think more highly of yourself. And so now you're in that position of leading a group. And, well, I need to be the one who's always right, yeah. who is controlling everything. Yeah. And so the way that I control the group is using my voice. Mm-hmm.
0: I almost hear a, a paradigm shift in what you're talking about where if the leader is the one who knows the most, is the most qualified, is the expert, then they sort of would be the one that would should talk all the time. Mm-hmm. But what if it's Jesus's view of leadership, mm-hmm. where the leader's actually the servant of all? Then what you're doing is you're facilitating so someone else can share what they're seeing and say what they're yeah. thinking. It's not that you're the expert, you're actually the servant. Yeah. You're serving everyone. Well, and it
2: <clears throat> excuse me, it is uh, it is an act of the Lord. <laughs> where you maybe you're in a place where you're a you're an MC leader and you're you're leading your group and maybe it's a topic that you are well versed in and it's a passage of scripture that you you just know you left did, and right.
0: You did Bible studies. You did Bible studies. You've <laughs> got this passage, <laughs> yeah.
2: and you you come to it and you're leading, and you know I could easily run away with this. Mm-hmm. Lord, temper me, mm-hmm. quiet my voice, yeah. help me to be a listener tonight. Mm-hmm. And that's an act of the Lord Mm -hmm. because you are saying, I'm not able to to shut up and listen. Mm -hmm. Um, I need you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think that there's this paradigm in the world that the person who's leading an organization, a group, it means that they take up the most space, that they have the largest presence. And I can't say that I don't believe that to a degree myself, Mm -hmm. but I think what's different about being a disciple is because it's all about pointing there's there actually is kind of a rightness to it because if it's all about pointing to Jesus in his presence, that means I as a follower of his would not be trying to increase my presence mm-hmm. it would actually be to increase the presence of the Lord, and the only way that I could do that is really just to be quieter or to point to him to proclaim him yeah yep and I would want to hear other people to do the same to like increase the Lord's presence in my own life, in other yeah. people's lives.
0: Yeah, the, I, what you just talked about is a, a, a gift of humility that mm-hmm. I wish I wish I had more of. I, if I could give it to every MC leader and every apprentice, where where we realize, um, I if I listen to what God's doing amongst the group members in mm-hmm. my group, I'm even going to be encouraged. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know everything that God's doing yeah. here, and. Um, yeah, I, I, I like, Jason, you were, you're talking a little bit about sort of newer leaders mm-hmm. uh, like who are, who are more novice coming in, mm-hmm. feel, I think, sometimes more pressure yeah, to, exactly. to have the answers mm-hmm. and to be the fountain of wisdom. Sure. But I think the furthest, like the most mature leaders are the ones who find joy not when they give a good answer they find joy when someone else has like processed something. They saw someone else have an aha Mm -hmm. in some way. They saw someone else, someone else said it and they're like, Oh, you're on the right track. (laughs) You know, like, do you guys see what so-and-so just said? That was beautiful. Like, that's amazing. That's so true. (laughs) You know,
1: and some of it, I, I think another reason why leaders don't allow other people to talk Sometimes are for really well-intentioned reasons, too. Mm -hmm. For example, during the time when people are sharing their stories, the thing that Mm -hmm. I think about the most, because, man, people get really vulnerable and pour their hearts out and Mm. I know for me the worst thing that I feel when I share my story is if I get crickets afterward Oh yeah, because then (laughs) immediately all the insecurities the second I'm done sharing my story I'm like oh my gosh what did other people think like I just shared that thing and it's almost like I need to hear from someone like even the thank you for sharing or Mm. a question or a reaction so that I just get some kind of feedback that what I shared was like okay or like what do you guys think of me Mm -hmm. and should my mind be dominated by that no but so for me out now me as a leader when i hear someone else share their story i don't want them to experience that yeah and so i'm like oh okay if if no one responds like i need to step in right away to make sure that that person knows Mm -hmm. that that's being answered but that's a different goal Mm -hmm. even still right i i think i can share that in the beginning of like hey and 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 nudge people when they're done sharing, like ask questions, this and that. But I think productive struggle needs to come to play mm-hmm. to, to allow people to to share. Yes. And my goal when I speak right away after someone shared their story is I want them to feel as comfortable as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that's not a bad thing, but that's just not what the MC is for. Yeah.
0: Right. So if I was encouraging a leader or an mm-hmm. apprentice, I would say... Eye contact,
1: mm-hmm.
0: quietness, and listening, nodding, like yeah. not looking at your phone, mm-hmm. not looking at your computer, like. But actually, like as someone's talking, you're you're present with them. That's that active listening is such a beautiful skill. It's a grace to people. It's like, a learned. It's very much a learned <laughs> skill, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so when you jump in over the top of someone, oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, Bailey. <laughs> Did it? yeah. But but what I think happens when you're talking about, about someone's shared, mm-hmm. you've been with them the whole time. So then as soon as they they like they've said what they were going to say to affirm them, to be so present and and like to immediately affirm. I think that's beautiful. That's a way to serve, mm-hmm. you know. But it is different when they say something, like maybe they mention a verse, and you're so excited about that verse, you're like, yes, 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 and then you start talking for five minutes, <laughs> yeah. then that you're like, oh, you're robbing them of the chance, like if they had more to say, really like leaving that space is the the best way for them to grow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you said the word productive struggle, too. Mm-hmm. How do you see learners talking and productive struggle, uh, d- sort of define productive struggle, and, and how does that fit here?
1: Yeah, I... I think the first thing that immediately comes to mind is being able to walk someone through whether they have knowledge of Christ or not. Kind of leading someone to Christ conversation. Mm -hmm. I think that most Christians in their minds know, like, okay, they... If they believe that Jesus is the Son of God and et cetera, or maybe even John three sixteen comes to mind, something like that. But until you've actually walked someone through it, it's not so simple as you just chant John three sixteen at them yeah. and then they're and then you know that they've affirmed that they're saved. Yeah. And that they believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um you have to like fumble your way through that, mm. and and it's not smooth the first time, mm. <laughs> or okay. the fifth time, yeah, or the ninth time, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. So the idea of productive struggle is it's not always smooth. It doesn't. It can be clunky, mm-hmm. but you're actually trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So engaging with a text and trying to explain it and understand it and wrestling through it,
1: and it gives you that feedback because you remember, oh, wait. I think I might have missed that part. And, again, we have the freedom. It's okay that we missed. Mm -hmm. But I think that when you're having that, like, live interaction with someone, there's almost that accountability to, like, naturally, like, remember and want to learn and and do better next time. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We talk about productive struggle a lot for the apprentice Mm -hmm. because the apprentice is like, I'm going to try to disciple this group, these Mm -hmm. group members, but I have no clue what I'm doing. I don't Mm -hmm. know how to do it. So it's fun that that same idea of productive struggle is true for the apprentice learning to be a disciple maker, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but then it just naturally is also very true for the member becoming a disciple, that they have to like pick these things up and try them themselves and try to find the verse and explain the verse and, you know. um, Or even
1: to give like words of affirmation out loud. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. or share your story out mm-hmm. loud. These are all like productive struggle things. Yeah, and and each one, the learner's talking. Mm-hmm. The person sharing their story is the one that, yeah, that's the actually growing the Yeah, the person talking is the one learning. That, they're the one talking. growing. Yeah, that's they're what finding we mean by out that. that Jesus loves and accepts them even through all the hard parts of their story, mm-hmm. and they believe that more when they say it out loud. That's right. So they're the one growing by doing
2: that. Well, and then with that, with the productive struggle, whether it's the MC leader who's Struggling productively through learning how to uh, engage and encourage the the members to be talking, or the members talking and and uh, you know speaking out loud their their thought processes, an evidence. I, I wanted to point this out. An evidence that um, that there's that, that there's something special or something that you're going in the right direction mm-hmm. is when people can people in the group whether it's you or someone else can offer a correction mm-hmm. or a rebuke mm-hmm. or point out an idol or say hey i think you're believing a lie and that person receives it yeah um and and that even even after that person cuz so we've had a situation in our group where um someone has someone has poured out their heart and with the expectation that we were all going to just be totally affirming uh, yeah, yeah. in what they said. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking around the room and I get I catch eyes with my apprentice and cup and one other person and the look is something needs to be said here. Yeah. But it was wait, let the person finish. Yeah. And then okay, and then as the person was speaking, I was just praying, okay, Holy Spirit. Yeah. There needs to be a response and mm-hmm. it can't be that's so awesome thank you for sharing that mm-hmm. it actually needs to be something different mm-hmm. and when when and i'm not saying it went well in my group but when when you can respond in that way to mm-hmm. someone who has shared something that and something needs to be pointed out or corrected and they receive it mm-hmm. boy is that an evidence that god is is moving in your group
0: yeah and i think that's a beautiful illustration of why it's essential that the learners are talking yeah mm-hmm. cuz that m- misalignment that wrong thought where they actually need loving correction mm-hmm. would stay hidden unless they said it out loud, yeah, right? Yeah. Unless they like brought it out. And so the the growth process is they're like saying it and then you or the apprentice are hearing it going, Okay, think there's a there's a wrong, there's a lie. Yeah, there's a disconnect, there's, something there's something that's not right in what they're saying. You wouldn't even know that if yeah. if you were just lecturing for an hour and they didn't yeah, say it. Yeah, at yeah, all. yeah. You yeah. would never even discover that.
2: Yeah yeah and that kind of that kind of environment is so it just doesn't exist in the world mm-hmm. because either people will just affirm they're just yes men, yes women, they just affirm everything you do or say, or you just get blasted come on you say something and you get completely blasted mm-hmm. and I, I just I think the gospel gives us another way yeah absolutely
0: that's what we're yeah. doing that's what we're doing.
1: I think too that learners talking really points to the design of the bride. <laughs> and how Mm. God made us to not do anything alone as he is not alone. Mm -hmm. And so the Holy Spirit is teaching and and saying different things to each of us, uh, different things at any given time, even about the same exact thing. And so if every person who has the Holy Spirit filling them doesn't share that thing, then everybody else misses out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I just started running through thoughts in the Bible of how many times like people are used mm-hmm. to help someone else get it and take mm-hmm. a step of decide. It's like God's, God only uses people, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> he always uses people. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think, too, we're talking about learners talking, but that I don't want anyone to misconstrue it, to think all the way, like, as a leader, you shouldn't ever say mm-hmm. anything. <laughs> right. Like, there's, a, there's a, a natural flow in a dialogue Mm-hmm. But but as a leader, we, that we would be selfless enough to want the other person to be able to talk and to be able to process. and as they're doing that, we're celebrating that. Oh, it's a win. Mm-hmm. Look at this person who hasn't been talking and today they're really sharing. they're really they're t- trying to explain what they see in the Bible yeah. passage. That, that's like the win. But um, like, like even I, I think of Philip the, the evangelist in mm-hmm. the book of Acts, he goes to the Ethiopian eunuch in the chariot. And he starts with, a, "What are you reading?" You know, and the, <laughs> and the the Ethiopian says, "I'm I'm trying to wrestle with this." And who's the prophet talking about? And and they begin a dialogue, right? So so there's a, it's actually right for us to have a dialogue, but understanding that we're the servant that's offering other people the chance to mm-hmm. wrestle to yeah. wrestle with these truths.
1: It's more that it's the leader and apprentice's job to create an environment where the learners that's, can talk. That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And if, I mean, what what's the pitfall, right? I think the way that I led small groups when I started was I talked for an hour. Like, <laughs> I really do. <laughs> <You> yeah. <know? laughs> and and the first night, everyone's like, yeah, good things to say. That's great. And then later on, no one's growing, and mm-hmm. no one's motivated to be there. Yeah. You know? yeah. Mm-hmm. So what about really practical ways? Like, what, what are practical things we can do to help the learners to be talking in our MCs?
1: Yeah. I think w- one super practical way is just to tell the MC about the five essential DNA. Okay. And then when talking about learners talking to say, hey, I'm purposely going to ask questions and leave space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it will get awkward first and foremost for me, (laughs) like definitely me. And you guys might feel that too, but just know that I'm doing that on purpose. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's a great move. Like that's a, that's a great way to cast vision as a leader. Mm -hmm. And you're describing the process for them to go through so that they can grow. Mm -hmm. You're like showing them your moves. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's how you set culture. Yeah. You're letting them in on it so that they can contribute to the culture as well.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Other practical thoughts. Um, well, you touched on it already, but I, I think learning the learning how to be a good active listener mm-hmm. and uh, to not shut off and and I'll you know for me this is difficult for me mm. um, when people begin to share and people can begin to talk. I just honestly have a hard time uh, following, not because I'm not interested, mm-hmm. but just just following along and thinking, okay, what what could be. What could be a good as they're talking? Because this is a skill. Some people are great at it, but it's a skill to as they're talking and you're listening to what what everything that they're saying to to consider. Okay, what is there a follow up here? Is there anything that needs to go after this? And then, but then, even having the discernment to say, does anyone uh, want to comment on what this what so and so has said, rather than just you, the leader, commenting on it. So I think, but that in that skill, that's a productive struggle, you know, for for the leader uh, himself or herself, is learning how to be an active listener and to consider what where are we going to go from this from this dialogue. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I had
0: uh, a coaching training that was talking about active listening, and they were describing like how to do it as a skill, and they gave it like a scale that I thought was really really helpful. Yeah, because they they said like. if you are with a, in a conversation with someone and you're not really listening, they like, call that a zero. Like your your, your oh. active listening skill score is zero. I know that's sort of discouraging, but they're like, but if you're looking at your phone or your eye, your watch, that's actually a negative one, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then they moved it up, and they're like. Um, like the level like to do better up from a 0 to a 1 is like listening cuz you want to find out how you can fit in so you're thinking like oh i can relate with that and then you share a thought about how you fit into that mm. you know oh you were at swim team i was on a swim team too that's that's a level 1 which is better but level 2 is really the the objective and it's listening so that you are understanding what they're saying mm. listening so you can share back what they've said Listening so that you can come around to what they're going through, and and I'm like, oh, that actually was just really helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, I want to be a level two listener, I guess. <laughs> you know, um, I I I love it, and the I think another practical thing that I I've tried to train uh, apprentices to do this, it, and I, I shared this at an MC leader training. I was <laughs> surprised how many people came up to me. They're like, you said a lot of things about the gospel, but the only thing that I really needed to hear was. <laughs> About the 15-second count, and uh, I just encourage people, when you ask a question as an apprentice, ask the question, ask it once, and then don't talk while you count to 15 slowly in your head. And I I love how practical that is. And until you do it, you don't know how hard it is, (laughs) right? Everyone's like, oh, yeah, that should be easy. But no, I'm telling you.
1: It's hard, It's it's, it's It's so hard. hard.
0: (laughs) Waiting till seven feels like an eternity, (laughs) (laughs) okay? Yes. (laughs) Yes. So it's like, what do you think this passage means? And then you don't say anything else, and you start counting one, 1,000, two, 1,000 three went we don't need to go the whole 15 yeah by seven you're about to kill yourself (laughs) by seven you're about to you're like pulling your hair out yeah but if you really can count all the way to 15 you're gonna find out like my apprentice when we talked about this and they put it into practice the people who had not been saying anything for the previous weeks started talking Mm -hmm. yeah and they had beautiful things to share and i remember the look on my apprentice's face he's like
1: it worked. It worked. Yeah.
0: You know, just just that space. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and I think I shared this on a previous episode before, but my apprentice actually shared with me that it takes for someone who's an introvert, it takes the average introvert about seven seconds before they'll even mm-hmm. say what's on their mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. So you're serving them mm-hmm. by giving them space, um, and if they, if you can just leave it truly, truly hold to that 15 count, I think it would change the dynamic in our groups. Because mm-hmm. then the people that start to engage actually gain confidence yeah. as they talk more. Yeah. It gives you chances to then affirm them. When you said that, that was so encouraging. I think you're on the right track. And yeah. and you're, you're all of a sudden helping them along their spiritual journey. Where mm-hmm. if you just answered after the five count or a three count, you yeah. answer it. They never say a word. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You
2: said something there too that that I just thought of that has been I've seen it be helpful in my groups and it's it's pointing out it's so this is part of the active listening as well but it's. As much as possible, pointing out specific people when they 've said specific things, so you 're in conversation and discussion, and somebody says something and you go oh that 's like when Johnny said that, yeah, remember, yeah, or Sam, you made a great point earlier, and a, a friend of mine called it making other people the heroes now yeah. I know I know our is making Jesus the <laughs> hero, I know I know
0: I like it, okay yeah, like.
2: but but it what it is is you are as much as possible um, Uh, I hate to use this phrase, but trying to put platform the other people in your group, Mm -hmm. that your voice matters, and I, the leader, heard you, and I want everyone to know that I heard you and I affirm what you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think another really practical way, Scott, you and I were talking about this earlier, Mm -hmm. is just simple question asking. Mm -hmm. And not just asking questions for the sake of asking questions, but questions that just leave space like I you were in the break room mm-hmm. at the same time that a conversation was happening with me and one of our brothers mm-hmm. yep. and um, yeah he was just asking me about things and there was something that I picked up on that I wanted to point out and I ended up I did point it out. I told him yep. what was going on yep. and then so after all was said and done I I came to you and I was like hey Give me can you give me feedback on that? How could I how could I have loved the brother better? And you gave me feedback on, oh, well, there was one part where you you told him, but maybe if you had asked questions instead to help him mm. engage in self-discovery yes. upon that. And so in my mind I was like, okay, so instead of if even if there's something that I want this person to see, instead of telling him or her, How can I ask a question that will help that person to arrive there Mm -hmm. themselves?
0: Yeah. So it's like if you love them and you can offer something to correct or help them, saying it is better than not saying anything. Mm -hmm. But maybe the best would be to ask them a question so that they can move to self-discovery and giving them the space to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what it means. Learners are talking, you know. Wouldn't it be amazing if our MCs were filled with people who are not yet even like, they're just like starting on this mm-hmm. journey of following Jesus, or they're looking at a passage they've never seen before, and they're just talking about it. Mm-hmm. And, and they are gaining the confidence, and you're encouraging them because they're the ones that are talking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're going to run through all five of these mm-hmm. uh, essential DNA. Mm-hmm. We, we started with the Bible. And I, I love that even learners are talking sort of like a, in our MCs, it's, it can come after, like we've read the Bible passage, mm-hmm. like what do you think this means and where aren't you believing it and for them to be talking. But uh, next week we're going to be talking about like really the answer to that as they're processing. Where, do mm-hmm. I don't, where am I not believing this? And what, what happens as I'm like doing this, I'm realizing, oh, I, I'm not a very good follower of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's an answer. There is something that we want to say in our MCs and... Uh, We'll talk about that next week.
1: Come on.